right, so why do people need a belief? Why do they need something that is something that's above them, something that is almost like a reason for for why they exist or why things happen to them. You know, it's like a, a supreme being or deity that people look for. And that's what all religions are based upon, right? They're based upon the idea of either a creator or somebody that kind of manages over everything, manages over everyone. And having a belief like that is, obviously everyone's entitled to, to think and believe whatever they want, right? That in, in essence that isn't, or wouldn't really be considered a problem as such, it would be But it, it would kind of be what you base your reality on, or what you base your existence on. Because you may live a certain way based upon a belief, based upon a religion. It may there may be you know writings or scriptures that tell you that you, that you should live a certain way. And people will abide by that because that is that is all part of the belief. But what about when it isn't something that is when it isn't something that is labelled as religion? When it's something not even labelled as being a belief or an idea? It's labelled as a fact or something that was hidden or something that was lost I think when somebody tries to or rather when somebody creates an idea or belief and they say that this happened and there's no denial that it happened And that's how they that's how they teach the belief. It's based upon the fact that what I'm teaching you is hidden, it's been kept from you. Something along those lines of it is privileged information. Not everyone is gonna see it, not everyone is gonna get it. It creates creates an air of like grandiose. It's, you're part of something special, and that's kind of going one, almost one. It's going one step further from religion. I think it's going to. 
It's gone to a dangerous place because it is it is like an extremist belief to say that this categorically happened and there's no disputing or denying it. So you can't dispute or deny it. You're just expected to to believe it. Outright, you can't question it. You, you literally can't question it because the people that believe it um, don't want to question it. They don't want you to question it. So those kinds of beliefs uh, may be more dangerous than religion because at least religion you have an element of free will in terms of well actually maybe I'm not I'm not really into the religion anymore and you can just walk away from it but when it's something that is this is true no matter what you can't dispute it but you also can't prove it that, that's a bit more it's a bit more dangerous because it doesn't allow any room for questioning it doesn't allow you to to deny any part of it but you also can't confirm any part of it because the only person that knows all of the information is the person that is the person that's created the belief that this thing happened so many hundred years ago but you don't know about it because it was hidden from you but I had access to secret books and so I know this information that's already that's already like two red flags one person only having access to this information the fact it was hidden but this person was able to access it doesn't make any sense and then the the grandiose element comes in in terms of this person believes they were chosen to find it they were chosen to find the information so it's not really about there's no logic in it it's not about method it's not simply describing how they came upon this knowledge it is to sell you to sell you an idea that they discovered it and the reason the reason they discovered it is because they were chosen to It's all bullshit. <laughs> because belief or ideas, perspective, they're not they're not finite. There are many perspectives on things. There are many um many ideas and beliefs that can conjured up so for someone to say that I ha I'm, an, I'm the only person that has this information I'm the only person that can tell you about it it, it can't be logically it can't be true especially when you've got like when you consider balance 
because it's got to be equal it can't just be there is only one there is only one perspective on this it can't be like that it has to be there has to be a balance to it so if he's saying sorry if this person's saying that hey I'm the only one that's got this knowledge okay there's got to be another perspective that disputes it there's got to be another perspective that says well what this person's saying didn't happen as it's as it's sort of written by him or spoken by him but there isn't there's no there's no other perspective available there's no way to dispute it because you can't see the source information because the source information was only provided to this person and the only other piece of information are the notes that this person made from the source so it is kind of just pushing you in one direction that this guy is the only one that has this information which is just wrong that is uh, impossible in a world that is governed by balance it is impossible what this guy is saying so I think for me if somebody's trying to if they're saying hey I'm just telling you the truth I'm just delivering the truth and it's just their ideas it's just the the belief that what makes it what makes it true it's just what they say right it's just hey this this is the truth this is nothing but you know you know what I mean but um, but I think if people if people had a proclivity to teaching to teaching truth or teaching how to see different perspectives because that, that's the real kind of truth in things right it is Increasing your scope, your field of view, being able to see uh, more perspectives than just your own. That is more truth than any idea someone can give you. Because giving you an idea is just giving you a perspective so it's going to be more beneficial to you if somebody is able to teach you how to observe different perspectives to be able to see different perspectives because that's not 
that's not limiting you to just one idea or one belief it's given you it's given you the um, giving you the ability to see more more than you currently can and it's not giving you just one idea and saying like, like look this is the only idea or this is the only only other idea that matters or exists it's not true the only way you can truly know anything I guess close to what you could call in truth is is just by knowing knowing as many different perspectives as you can because there are so many different kinds of people everyone's got different perspectives everyone's got different ideas and beliefs if you're only being taught the ideas or beliefs of one person it's extremely limited and it gives you no context in terms of this is just one person telling you this. If you if you were able to see the perspectives of, let's say you could see 20 different perspectives for one situation or one event or one thing, one piece of knowledge, you'd be able to, you'd be able to decipher, okay, well, 15 of them are all kind of saying the same thing, right? 15 have got a similar perspective. So maybe that is more, something that is more prevalent more people are seeing that so maybe that is what is true if you only have one perspective that's saying yeah this is definitely true this is what happened hundreds of years ago it's hidden from you that's uh, deceit that could be somebody trying to deceive you and if they're asking you to pay money for something in order to access this information or to be told this information then it's even more of a problem So that is quite a dangerous, um, quite dangerous prospect when somebody is saying that they're almost like the guardian or gatekeeper of whatever it is they're talking about. I think what people need to learn more than they need to learn more than just learning what people are telling them is information or knowledge that they, sh that they should know is to learn good processes to learn good methods things that, that are actually things that are actually useful for them things that they can use what can you do with a piece of information that somebody is telling you is something you should know you can't really do much with it you either accept it as it is or you reject it you can't really do anything else with it especially if somebody is telling you they're telling you that you you almost have to accept it that you can't verify it because they're the only person that can verify it because they're the only person that has access to the information. 
anyway so that's not useful it's not it's not something that's going to help change your your perspective on anything because it's um, it's more a case of you accept what they say as your perspective and then you kind of have to keep listening to them in order to find out more about what you believe because they're telling you what you believe they're telling you what you should believe so I think if people want to if people think that there's something wrong with what they're being told they typically think uh, oh well yeah the media media are not telling the truth and whoever else is kind of kind of tagged in that bracket as you know being you know maybe a politician or a government an entire government, right? People may say, oh yeah, don't believe them. But they want you to believe them. This this other person, this this group or this person's got all this information that nobody else has access to. It's the same thing. They trap you in the same uh, they trap you in the same kind of uh, need for information. because they become the only the only source the only person that you need to listen to because they're going to tell you everything but nobody can really Nobody can really tell you how to live your life, how you can live your life and be happy about it because they're not you. They can give you their ideas and their beliefs, right? And they can say, they can say that you should believe it. Most people will because, because it resonates with them. That's what I say, it resonates. But they can't tell you why. Because, um, they believe they're part of something bigger. And it's almost like a... Um, I don't know, like a, a saviour complex or something. People want to be saved. They don't want to save themselves. They want somebody else to tell them. And some people would live their life like that. They'll say that, you know, they'll kind of carry on in their existence because of some event they've been told is going to happen based on information that somebody else has told them that can't be shared in its entirety. You just have to believe that it's been hidden from you. Whilst at the same time, the person that's sharing that information is charging you to purchase the 
to not purchase the source, not pur purchase the source material, but to purchase notes that the person had put together. <laughs> now, if people can't see, if people can't see that that is a scheme, it's a scam. It is somebody taking advantage of your, um, you, you want to know, you want to know what's real, right? You want to know what is really happening because people don't believe what is put in the newspapers or what is put in the TV, but they'll believe what another random person is saying on YouTube. Or they'll take, they'll take somebody completely by their word. I don't ever expect anyone to take everything I'm saying as literal. I always try and make a distinguished, uh, or sorry, a distinction between. I'm not teaching, and I'm not teaching uh, information. Everything that I'm uh, speaking about is either my experience or my uh, my idea, my belief, my perspective. I make I try and make it clear, and every, every time I discuss something, because I don't want somebody to just attach onto one of my ideas. without understanding what they're doing. And that's why I try and, I try and share as much of, I try and share as much of the process, not just the information. Because the process is what is gonna enable you to observe and figure things out yourself. You don't need anyone else to just tell you things. You need people to, of course, share their experience and share their ideas because perspective is, perspective is, is not a bad thing. It allows you to see what somebody else is experiencing or feeling, but it doesn't mean that that is it, that that is the only thing that that is the only the only experience and the only perspective it's not and I'm very aware of that which is why I tend to contradict myself either either as I'm talking through something or over several days or weeks I may talk about similar similar topics and the contradictions just kind of just disappear because that's just the nature of um, um, I guess it's just the nature of belief it's not standing still it's moving it's changing as as you have more information available. 
your perspective or your beliefs from when you were a kid are going to be different when you're 20 or 30 it's not going to remain the same it's not going to be it's not just going to remain uh, stagnant Yeah, so the information, the information that people are sharing with you, uh, that people may be advertising as truth or labeling as truth, the information isn't important. It's about the experience and the process and the perspective. The process is how did they, what is it that they experienced? What was the process in them getting there? If it's, um, they read a lot of books, what are the books that they read? Were they, were they available? It's basically how can, you, how can you share your experience with someone so that they can repeat the process, so that they can, so that they can experience it for themselves. If somebody isn't sharing that, somebody isn't sharing the process, or telling you how they came about their experience, at least, at a minimum. They should be telling you how they experience whatever it is they're sharing. If they can't do that, then there's a problem. And if they can't do that and they can't share the process, that's a bigger problem. Because you should be able to. I mean, I just talk, right? I go out for a walk, get my phone out, put the voice memo app open and just start recording and that's sharing my process and as I'm talking I'm thinking oh sorry as I'm as I begin to walk that's when the process starts that's when I start to express or verbalize what it is I'm going to talk about based on whatever comes to mind And I've always said that I don't, it's not so much that I think, it's just whatever comes to mind. And I try and explain that. And that, that's my process. That's the process that I'm sharing. And that's why, that's why I also make it clear that I don't edit anything. Because it's more the process than the information. So as I'm kind of like stopping and... Uh, Stopping and trying to either regain my train of thought or trying to process something. You know, because a lot of the stuff, a lot of the stuff I'll talk about may be new to me. It may just be something I start to discuss and then new things or new ideas spawn from that. So it's a discovery process. And I think that's I think that's what people should be trying to do before they go and look for somebody else's information. They should try and discover themselves. And it's not it's not the new agey type discover yourself, go and meditate. Go and uh, 
smell some oils. It's not that at all. It is, of course, acknowledging that you are not just physical. That there is an element of you that is non-physical, that you can't, that isn't tangible. It's not something you can weigh. It's not something you can look at and say that that is your non-physicality. You can see the expression of it. I mean, me talking right now, that is an expression of that non-physicality. Because you can't, um, you can't see that. You can't point to where that's coming from. Where is this train of thought coming from? You can say, oh, well, it's probably coming from your head, right? It's coming from your brain, from your mind. But they're all just, the mind is just an expression of the complex structures in the brain, right? There's no, um, there's no real, there's nothing tangible you can point to and say that that is where it came from. Because it's, um, it's non-tangible. It just is. It's just, uh, just a non-physical aspect. Fuck. Four o'clock. It's like, um... It's like if you're, if you're trying to tell the time, right? You've got a clock, you've got a watch, you've got it on your phone, right? All these things are tracking something that is not tangible. You can't point to time. You can't put it in a bottle and say that this is time because time is just a measurement, a measurement of something an expression of something. (laughs) You can't see it, you can't point to it. You can look at a watch and say that this is the time, but it isn't time itself. And again, I guess, prefixing that with, that's my idea. Because if I'm looking around and I'm like, okay, where is time? What is it that is defining it? What is it that is... What is it? What is it? It's like... It's It's not physical. It's not something that is physical. You can say the devices that measure time are physical because you can see them. You can hold them. You can look at them. But the... Time itself is just an idea. And people use it because it's useful. It's useful for conducting business. Because you can tell your employees to turn up at a certain time. As opposed to having no no kind of measure of 
when when are they going to start work when are they going to turn up to work <laughs> it just provides a, it provides accuracy because you can say the business day starts at 9 in the morning and ends at 5 in the afternoon and then your employees know well the expectation is right but it's all based on it's all based on a measure it's not based on something tangible you could say turn up when the sun rises so that's going to change throughout the year right so that not, that might not be so useful because during summer in the UK you'd have maybe you'd have staff turning up at 4am because that's around the time of sunrise in the summer <laughs> but also during the winter it might be more like 8 or 9 o'clock before the sun is up so So that's something useful, I guess, as a kind of a differentiator. Because you can teach somebody about time and they can use it as a measure of accuracy so that they could plan the day around it, so that they could arrange the meetings, they could arrange the business around it. That's useful. It's not, you're not teaching them information, you're just teaching them how to, how to use a tool, how to use a process. Versus teaching somebody just a piece of information. You're just limiting them to that one piece of information. There's no, um, there's no real kind of extrapolation on that. You can't, um, you can't really, you can't really do much else with it. It just is what it is, right? It isn't a tool, it's not a, it's not a process. It's just uh, just a piece of information. It's okay. So I think. Um, I think the main I think the main takeaway is to really dis not not put not put all your faith into information that the information should be discounted and it should be the process and the experience Because the information is just it's just as it is it's useless it's not got anything 
it's got nothing that describes the process. It's got nothing that describes how you can experience it. It just describes somebody's experience or rather somebody's idea. It may not even be an experience. It may just be an idea that somebody's created because anyone can write a book. Anyone can write a movie script. The degree of how good it is is kind of subjective, but but anyone is possible with creating an idea, right? So there is nothing to say that the information somebody's sharing is is true. The only real measure of something being true is can you experience it for yourself? That, that's the only real thing that matters. Can you experience it? And that's it. Everything else should be discounted. If somebody's sharing only information and selling it then it, it shouldn't be it shouldn't just be accepted it should just be taken for what it is it's just information it's it's not got any utility you could take it as somebody's perspective at most But if they, if they can't describe or sh if they can't describe their experience or show the process, then I would question whether it was their experience at all. And in which case you could discount the whole thing as being a story, just an idea. But um, yeah, I think people are a little bit desperate they need something to believe in if they if they can't believe in a religion or if they can't believe in a government or other similar group then they, they look for anyone that is saying something that they can relate to in some way something that Makes them feel special. Something that is maybe secret, secretive. But that's just um, that's just that's just playing on emotion. It's not. It isn't just truth, right? It's uh, deceitful. Yes, I think in short, to not rely so much on information, just because it can be, well, it can be bullshit, it can be made up. It doesn't have to be real, it doesn't have to be something that somebody's experienced, it could just be an idea. An idea can be something that doesn't, that can't be observed yet or, or what, you know?
so I would look for people that are sharing experience and process over anything else because that is more valuable because you can you can either immediately relate to it in that maybe you had a similar experience or maybe maybe it's just something you can relate to and if they're sharing the process as well then that that's a bonus because you can test it out for yourself you can compare it with maybe what you experienced and see if you can see or observe the same thing or you can even share your experience with them because that's just sharing perspectives right that's that's how new ideas are created that's how things are progressed when people are sharing their experience when people are sharing how they got to experience that thing because people may have a different process they may have gone a different way because like I said there's balance different perspectives people experience things in different ways and that, that's balance so to say that one piece of information is only accessible through one person's through one person I can't even say one person's experience because they haven't shared that you can just say that the information is only available through one person it's, it's rubbish it's unbalanced there has to be there has to be more there has to be more in terms of perspective and experience and process so I think that's what I would be looking for I wouldn't be looking for information because information is kind of everywhere everyone wants to sell you something you know everyone wants to give you the piece of information they don't want to give you their experience necessarily or, or the process because maybe they don't have it but that's what you should be looking for if you're looking for anything that's what it should be and I mean I'm always happy to discuss my ideas and beliefs and perspectives with people because because I know that things are not finite I know that it isn't just me having an experience having a belief or an idea I know that there's others there's other perspectives and the way to <laughs> true enlightenment <laughs> the, the way to um, better understanding is in knowing different perspectives in um, 
having a way to to see different perspectives to be able to experience things differently and process them that's the that's the only way that you can really kind of move forward it isn't just this um, stagnant approach this is the only information that you need to know and this is this is all I'm going to teach you so yeah so that is my <laughs> that is my perspective on um, what I've kind of been seeing going on over the last two years or so people really want you to believe what they're telling you <laughs> but they don't want you to know anything experiential or process wise they don't want you to know that which is it's a bit sad it's a bit sad that nobody is um, willing or able to which maybe maybe that says a lot maybe their only purpose is to share information because they don't have the experience or the processes who knows